0: BLOB TALK RADIO Get your hands up, yeah Welcome to the show It's Straight Talk with Joe
1: Welcome
0: to the show It's Straight Talk with Joe Welcome to the show everyone we um, are glad to have you guys join for another great episode of Straight Talk with Joe. Um, I want to introduce my wonderful host, Mr. Keith Ellaby.
1: What's going on, world? We are tuned in live. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Um,
0: before we start with the show, we just want to give God reference and give God sanctification and glory. And we want to pray that he allows us to speak the words that he wants you guys to hear and allow us to be vessels for not only for the world, for our families, for ourselves, uh, but to be a beneficial blessing to others through this platform. So uh, before we get started Let's um, let's just give God some glory. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this chance to uh, come to you with reverence and honor. We pray that whatever is said here today, Lord God, be sanctified and glorified in your name, that we may say the things that you want us to say so that the words that we say may fall upon those who need to hear your word. So we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um before Amen. we get too deep into the episode, just quick disclaimer. Keith and myself are not pastors. We are not evangelists, deacons, elders. We are two individuals who love God so much. And thank God that He gave us this platform. Um, and we're just here to do God's work. We're here to be disciples. We're here to say the things that God has put in our heart to say. And we do not um, want to misconstrue your thinking and understanding of who we are. Um, we are regular, everyday people who want to spread God's word. Mm-hmm. So tonight, 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 we will uh, do a great show with a great topic um, talking about slavery and what it means within the kingdom of God um, and what context does it mean within the kingdom of God. As some of you may know, a secular hip-hop artist, Kanye West, has said some rather interesting comments regarding slavery and uh, questioning the fact that uh, slavery was a choice to our ancestors from the uh, diaspora of the African-American Perspective um, In the, that They chose to be slaves Oh, I want to mention real quick um, We normally have another great co-host on Miss um, Monique Calderon She will be taking a Slight leave uh, Due to the fact that she is about to do something that God has blessed her with, and that is marriage. Um, Monique is engaged. She's planning her wedding. And, you know, we are respectively giving her her time to plan her wedding, to go to marriage counseling, to, to do all the necessary things that she needs to do and her future husband needs to do. In order to come together as one whole and one entity uh, within this process, so we will be praying for her, and we can't wait for Monique to come back as a married woman. And we just thank God for this for this new beautiful union. Um, but you know, like like I was mentioning, um, we want to talk about slavery within the context of Uh, Christianity. Um, As we know, the Israelites were once slaves uh, to the Egyptians until Moses was sent into Egypt to remove the Israelites out of uh, Egypt into the Promised Land. Um, And that was a different type of slavery Um, compared to what we uh, have, you know, through history, uh, witnessed over the past 400 years within uh, the context of uh, the U.S. history. Um, and it also states, um, I think it's in, I want to say, P- first Peter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, where it talks about how we have to – how slaves have to be obedient to their masters. But, you know, we don't want to spend too much time on that type of slavery. We want to know what is it that we are slaves to? What are we um, allowing to master our lives that's not beneficial to the kingdom of God. But we want to encourage all of our listeners tonight to give us a call at 516-387-1427. Uh, just call in with any of the comments or questions. You know, if you're interested in this topic, please feel free to call in to the show tonight. Um, but once again, as it relates to um, Christianity, what are we slaves to? Are we slaves to television? Are we slaves to uh, social media? What are we giving our time to that's hindering us um, to progress within the kingdom of God? Keith, your thoughts?
1: Um, We're talking about slavery tonight, and uh, I just thought about Uh, something that, you know, slave, you know, for you to be a slave um, that would suggest that something has to be the slave owner. You know, you just can't be a slave and there's no slave owner. There's got to be a slave owner that has ownership over the slave. Um, And we want to challenge our listeners tonight to think about what has ownership over you. And if you're in Christ, You know, Christ owns you, um, and, you know, we are even slaves to Christ and slaves to righteousness, but I would suggest in that slavery, there is freedom, the only freedom that is going to set us free. Um, But you're not slaves to Christ, and you're slaves to something else. Like Joe uh, said, what is it? What, What has ownership over your thinking? your mind, your language, everything, what drives you? Um, that's some some of the things we want to talk about and open the lines up for. Um, because I didn't watch the whole thing about Kanye West, but I, I, to my knowledge, I think he suggested that, you know, that sounded like, a, he said something like, it sounds like a choice of 400 years, but the thing is, you know, I understand where he was trying to go, and I ask the question, if we're struggling with something in our life, we are are we are we choosing to stay in that situation um, because the only way out that I know is Jesus Christ of any situation because he is the answer and he is the light to all things but if we're not getting our light from him, and this is for believers, um, where are you getting your light from? Or where are you getting your, you know, power from? Where What are you drawing from? I remember there was a time in my life where I could say, in a sense, I was a slave to women. Um, they seem to have this power over me. Uh I would find myself doing things I wouldn't normally do in my right mind, even risking my life to go see a girl to have a good time. You could say I was a slave to an experience with these type of women, just just forsaking my body, forsaking my life, and forsaking everything for them. Um, And when I look back, I'm like, man, I was really a slave to that stuff. I, I was bound. You know, has anyone listening ever been in a relationship where they were just bound to it? It was like they weren't getting any nourishment from it. They were sad in it, but they were just stuck in it. And there's nothing they seem they could do to, to get out of it. And it was just a cycle, and it got worse. Is there anybody listening that can that resonates with? And yeah, we would love to hear uh, about it tonight. And, it's, and we love to hear from the overcomers that have overcome situations like that. Joe, have you ever been in a situation where something just had a hold on you and you were slave to it? Kind of like it, it is almost like the slave owners, right? They would come, do, do surgery on your mind to, to change your actions. And from that point on, the damage was done. And I guess for you to get free, you know, if we go back to the Israelites, their their minds had to change. They had to repent. They had to change their thinking and change their ways and put their trust in God. Um, so, Joe, have you ever been in a slave situation where it was like the lights were off and you were just in darkness or, you know, something like that? And if so, how did you overcome that?
0: Um. Uh... Yeah, yeah, just like you. Um, I was a slave to women. I was a slave to drugs. Uh, I was a slave to pornography, um, living the quote-unquote street life. Um, you know, I was a slave of the world. And, you know, even, I guess, you know, just thinking about slavery or slaves in the context of, you know, how they lived, you know, they knew that they were slaves. And I knew that I was a slave to the things that had me deceived at that moment in my life. And just like, you know, you hear stories of slaves and what they did to Um, try to overcome the slavery was. you prayed, you know, and I prayed that God would deliver me from those things. And, um, and so you wait
1: and a minute, Joe. You said you knew you were a slave. Is that true? Like, did Absolutely. you know at some point? So, when, like, when did when did like? Can you recount a time where you was like, yo, I know I'm in trouble? Or did you always know? And if you knew. What kept you going back? Maybe a young man needs to hear this. What kept you going back to the bondage? What kept you going back to the just destruction?
0: It was it was the euphoria. It was the it was the sin. The sin kept me going back because it felt good. It felt good to be promiscuous. It felt good to do drugs. It felt good to. Have quote unquote street cred. Um, you know it, that lifestyle of sin at that time—it it felt good, but I knew that it was a pathway to destruction, hell, deceit. Um, I, I knew what the road um, lay ahead, um, and. You know, like I was saying, within those moments, knowing that I was going to go to hell or go to prison or be dead um, you no know, i didn't I didn't want to live that way, and i didn't want i didn't want I didn't want to go to hell, and it wasn't the fact that. Mm. I was going to be tormented, or be burnt up, or you no, know, it wasn't none of that. It all the reason reasons why to not go to hell, but it, I wanted, I wanted to have God love me and embrace me, and I wanted to spend yeah. eternity with Him versus
1: being mm. torment
0: without him. And wow. not being able to do that on my own and not being able to um, kinda do what you know, do what the um the rich man told Lazarus because you could just, you know, put a drop of water on my tongue or can go back and tell my brothers, not knowing that if I were in that predicament, knowing that and not being able to reverse the actions that I did prior, um, it made me realize that I have to change my life. Um, And, you know, as, as I started to change I felt like the amazing grace song, right? Like I once was blind but now I see. I started to see that the people that I was hanging hanging around were not necessarily evil people, but they had evil intentions and in their spirit was evil. You know, it's like we mm. the scripture that says when one demon leaves and you go back to a vice that you know, God um, saves you from. When you go back to it, it's like seventy-seven more return. You can see that. You can see that in the people that you can see the deception. You can see the demonization within the people that I was around. And as God kept drawing me closer to Him and kept drawing me closer to the light, um, you know, I realized that the life that I was living was not of God, and it and it was not for me. And it was a facade, mm. um, and mm. you know that that's that's what that's what brought me back. Um, well, what brought me, you know, to I guess you could say the life that I live now. Um, I want to encourage Amen. any of our callers to call in at five one six three eight seven one four two seven. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to give us a call.
1: That's really, that's really uh powerful um, testimony, man, and I'm sure a lot of people could resonate with that. Um, and for anybody that's curious and they don't know what we're talking about, this light and the life of Christ and things like this, I just want to make it really plain um, what we're talking about. We're talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth, the son of the only living God, he shed his blood that cleanses us from all sin. Sin does not come from God. Sin is what blinds us. Sin is what makes us sick. Sin is what kills us. It, it, and people don't understand the severity of sin. It, it really it destroys families. It destroys relationships. It kills. A a brother of mine said sin is suicidal, homicidal, and genocidal. It will do these things unless you have a remedy for it. And the creator, our father, through his son, has saved us. He has liberated us through his blood, through faith in his son. If you abide in him, he can show you the way out. And he has shown us the way through his word, obviously, and through the Holy Spirit. And if you believe and put your trust in Jesus Christ, you will be saved. But you have to trust him. And this, this, is, this just isn't a saying. This is true. The Holy Spirit is real. And what the Holy Spirit does if you're a non believer, I uh, believe the Word of God says, uh, it will convict you of unbelief. The Holy Spirit is convicting you of that because you're not believing. You're still in the darkness. You're trying to figure all these things out. You're trying to go at life by yourself. You're, you're in this sin and you seem to mess things up and all this other stuff. Because sin doesn't, I mean, sin might feel good, but it doesn't produce good fruit, it never does. I mean, am I right,
0: Joe? Absolutely. And you know, the thing about the thing about sin is, you know, it's a product of the devil. And you know, one of the main uh, factors or, or key contributing factors of the devil's existence is that he is one of the a deceiver. Um, but he's also the author of confusion. And when you are in a altered state of mind, whether it be drug-induced or uh, chemically induced or even, I guess you could say from a carnal standpoint, you know, when you're caught up in, in lust, um, your mind can be altered as well, which can be confusing. And mm-hmm. when the enemy has that hold on you, when he has that grip on your life, um, y- you don't know who you are. You don't know, um, what to expect out of yourself. Um, and I say that because you, in essence, aren't yourself. Um, you're putting on the facade because, one, you're trying to appease others by doing the actions that they're doing. Um, Two, you you are living in falsehood because in that moment or in those moments, you know that what you're doing isn't right because it's the conviction of the Holy Spirit that tells you what you're doing is wrong. And when you – Try to make yourself look good make make yourself look good to others, and you know that you're not doing something right, then what? You're deceiving yourself and you're also confusing yourself with your reality, and that allows the enemy or the devil to say, "I got him," and that's all he wants. He wants to feel as if he has all control, all power because he's jealous of the fact that, one, Jesus not has the keys or the uh, proverbial keys to life and death. Um, he is still jealous and upset that God kicked him out of heaven. Um, and his main goal is to try. And you notice I'm using the key words of, uh, not even action words of um trying and he may believe, you know, cause in reality, he'll never have any victory. He'll never have any control. He'll never have any power. But within those moments, when he thinks that he does, then that's a moment or a, in I guess in his eyes, a slight victory. And he will try to, um, Continue to, I guess you could say, keep the scorecard up for him because he wants to try to beat God or beat the devil at all costs. I mean, not the devil, but beat God or beat Jesus at all costs because he wants that power. And we can't allow him to do that at any point in time. And as we... Mm -hmm. Give in to those temptations As we fall victim to those Sins then that's what happens
1: Oh yeah Oh yes Um, We are going to take a quick commercial break um, Just a few Announcements we'll be back Right after this Do you desire to go deeper In your life with Christ
0: Join us at WalkingisChrist.com Where we have Bible study podcasts To help guide you through the Word of God, WalkingisChrist.com. dot com. Come learn the Word of God with us today. Amen.
1: Okay, we are back. Um, we're just talking about slavery tonight. Not the type of slavery like the the, the um, slave trade here in America. We're talking about slavery of the mind. Um, and who's your slave owner um, different things can be your slave um, oh you I'm sorry you can be a different you can be a slave to different things um, I want to take it to a spiritual sense um, It seemed like the first side of the conversation was for maybe toward the unbelievers of you know. If you want some answers, if you're looking for something, if something has a hold on you or you're probably oblivious because of what society says, we are sharing the good news of a way detached from this reality, which you think you know, which is Jesus Christ, which is the ultimate reality. He, he has a light at the top of the mountain, and he's like, hey. I, I got a way out, or, or let's use a tunnel. Let's say we're on a tunnel. Jesus has the opening, and he's the light at the end of the tunnel. And he's like, follow me. You know, I'll lead you out. Just trust me. Put your trust in me. Follow me. And I, if you do exactly what I say, you'll get out of this. That's what we're talking about for the unbelievers. If you don't believe that, go back into the darkness. And, and I'm sorry if that sounds offensive, but believers claim to know and have a relationship with the living God that has power over all things. Um, this isn't something we're making up to make ourselves feel good. This is true. Um, so for let's switch it to the believers for a little bit. Do you think believers can make other preachers or prophets and ministers their slave owners, Joe, like blindly follow uh, other men of God, as it put, or other women of God? Do you think that's possible to happen in the body of Christ?
0: I'm, I'm sorry. Can you, can you sit in keep up my chest?
1: No, I was just saying, do you think it's possible that believers can make they're slave owners, other men, women and men of God, and they become slaves to them. You think that's possible?
0: Well, if I mean, if you're talking in the context of true slavery, um, uh, yeah, it is. Um, it's actually this book that I'm about to order uh, that was written by uh, a non black person uh, during the time of slavery that <laughs> outlines key elements and moments within the Bible that will make slaves um, be submissive due to um, the teachings and the writings within the Bible about slavery. and slaves- What? Yes. In fact, you know, and, and so I'm like, hey, let's do a quick Google search. You know, I'm like, it's, it's on my list of Amazon. Hold on, let's see. Um,
1: wow, there's a book where there. And I, you know what's funny? I wouldn't be surprised. While Joe's searching it, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these tactics are used to lord over pastors and their congregation to make yep. them the ruler. Um and I think that's very possible that happened, and, and we would encourage you guys, there's only one ruler, and it's Christ, who died for you. Um, <laughs> I don't think pastors have died for us, uh, not for our salvation. Um, and, and even if they tried to, uh, you know, there, there's only one uh, shedding of the blood that really counts. And while it is noble to give your life for your brother, lay down your life, there's no greater love than that. Um, we have the ultimate example whose blood has washes us from all sin is Jesus Christ. Um, did you find that book yet, Jim, or are you still looking? Yes, for it?
0: It, it is called The Religious Instruction of the Negroes in the United States by Charles Collock Jones, written in, wow. uh, let's see, Looks so like he was written in eighteen oh four. I know he wow. was born in eighteen oh four and he died in eighteen sixty three. Um and let's see. Da-da-da. It says Mr. Jones, the author of this volume and for years manifested a deep interest in the religious improvement of his colored fellow man. He was a minister of the gospel, resident in Georgia and connected um, ecclesiastically with the Presbyterian denomination. This book contains an historical sketch of the religious instructions of the Negroes from 1620 to 1842, treats of the moral, um, and religious condition of the Negroes Of the obligations of the church To improve the condition by giving them the gospel And purposes uh, Purposes purposes For plans for securing the religious Instruction so basically You know you, When the Africans Were taken from the continent of Africa And bought over 40% of those Africans Were Muslim so, what most slave masters, and slaveholders did, was they um, converted the Muslim slaves to Christianity. And if they didn't adhere to what the, um, and, and this goes for some um, slave uh, for Muslim slaves and non-Muslim slaves, Christian slaves. If they didn't adhere to what the master said, um, they were beaten, tortured, or sometimes killed, um, you know, or things that you know we may not even know. Um, another thing that they would use uh, for um, for um, converting slaves or allowing or, or, try, or making slaves believe that slavery was justified like this type of slavery is justified. Uh, uh, One example is Nat Turner. Um, Nat Turner was a slave that we all know uh, that could read because he was um, bought up in the house uh, of his slave master and his slave, his slave master's wife taught him how to read the Bible. And as he got older, His slave master noticed that um, when he would speak to the other slaves, they would listen. So he would instruct Nat Turner on specific verses in the Bible to keep his slaves in line to make them um, be more obedient to him. And then he would um, uh, make Nat Turner go around to other plantations and preach the same gospel to the other slave masters, slaves, and one day as Nat Turner was leaving one of the plantations, he saw an injustice, and he saw something that wasn't right. And then he opened up his Bible and he started reading his Bible. And then something clicked in his head, and was and in that moment, he says, "I have to turn the tables. I have to right the wrongs that I have that I have." Made. So what he started doing was he started preaching this rebellious type um, uh, message to to the slaves. And, of course, the slave message didn't like that. And that's how you got the that term rebellion because um, he saw the injustice. Now, how can we relate that to today's Christians and Christianity? You know, you hit on the key point. You know, in the African-American church, um, I think you've seen it as well as I've seen it. Um, the parishioners hold the, um, in high esteem, sometimes uh, forgetting that he is human or she is human like we are, uh, but at times worshiping them. Falling to their feet Um, Thank you pastor Thank you pastor Thank you God Thank you Jesus Um, And what happens is They get lost But you know Mm -hmm. I think that it needs to be Some type of Internal rebellion um, Just as if There was the same type of rebellion um, For many because you know that's just one story of that Turner but it was several slaves that had that same experience that Nat Turner had. Um, you know, which goes to the point of study thyself, study study to show thyself approved. We just can't go to church on Sunday. We just can't pick up our Bible whenever we go through tough times. You know, we can't just talk to God whenever we need something. You know, we have to not be like the Pharisees. We can't be hypocritical of others while we are um, doing the things that we're criticizing others of not doing. Um, So how do we overcome? How do we get to uh, to that next step? It simply starts with yourself. Turn off social media. Mm-hmm. Turn off your TV. And just have time with God. And then when you have time with Turn God, off
1: straight talk with Joe. <laughs> hey,
0: do what you got to do. <laughs> do what you got to do, because at the end of the day, you know, we, we need time with God, too. <laughs> so... Yeah. um You know um, what what I'm saying is is that um, you know read the Word of God and ask God to give you the ability to have wisdom and knowledge as you read. You know, not just read the Word of God, but also study it. You know, I I just I just bought this one book by Kenneth C. Davis. It's called. Everything. What that? I'm sorry, I gotta go back to Amazon. I live on Amazon. Don't
1: well, know much why, about am Jill's looking for that. Oh, that's what it says. Yes, it's, it's called. It's called Don't know much, cause, about, don't know about,
0: much about. about the Bible because um, it literally talks about everything that um, we have. We've had questions about or we um, or or even questions that may have not been answered it like just within the within the introduction of the book it talks about what does the word holy bible mean what does that come from what does the word new testament old testament mean how did that how did that come to be um you know it talks about the different but I mean, it's so much that we can do. It's like when you go to school. It's like when you go to college, right, or high school or whatever. You know, when you go, when you're in class, they give you a textbook, but then you also have selected reading with that textbook, right? So you'll say you're in history class, whether you're in high school or college, and you might be studying um, world civilization. and You might be studying um, uh, Middle Eastern history. So you're going to read a few chapters of Middle Eastern history, but then your teacher, your professor might say, so if I want you to read, um, you know, go get this book and read this book about Middle Eastern history um, so mm. we can have a discussion about it, then you can have a quiz about it. That is separate from the textbook that you were reading two, three days ago. So we, we have to do things and go above and beyond what, uh, what's called of us to do, so that you know we can have the knowledge and be armed with the knowledge of um, the Holy Spirit in different ways. That when, because when people try to attack us, saying that the Bible isn't real or the Bible is this, then you have the armament that you need, right? It's just, once again, right. if, if you were if you were going to school to be a, a pastor, to you know you wanted, you wanted a degree in theology. Nine times out of ten, the book that you will read is not just going to be the Bible. It's going to be several books that you read, several different histories and teachings that that you're going to have to encounter to earn that degree. Um, so I, I, you know, I would encourage everyone, everyone to, to of course pick up your Bible, but go beyond that. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself because you need it in this world. It's in today's world. You need it because you need to be armed with any and every weapon that you can spiritually to attack the enemy and to destroy his falsehoods. Because honestly, that's the real fake news: that God isn't real and that God isn't isn't here for us. We need to be armed, and mm. we need to do the things that will allow the Holy Spirit to destroy any falsehood that is uh that is being attacked by it.
1: Yeah, dude, that that's that's good. And I, I want to bring up another point um that uh, you know, wrapping it back to slavery. We definitely need to be armed. We definitely need to be knowledgeable. We definitely need to be ready. We definitely need to be sound. Um and we definitely need that connection and relationship with the living God. But also, we need to be sure we are not slaves to the slave owner named knowledge. It seems like a lot of times, well, not even it seems like, it, this is just the reality of it. The Internet's probably been around for the last, what, 20, 30 years, 29 years? Social media has probably taken off the last 10 years, possibly roughly a little bit more than that, a little bit less possibly, give or take. There's so much information out here now. It's ridiculous. But the thing is, the information is put on by sources that we don't know, we can't see, and we just, you know, Google it and think it's true because Google returned it. And if you have that mindset, please, don't. Um, it's really important that we don't make a, a slave owner out of knowledge itself. Because if you do, you can spend countless hours just learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. You're learning this. You're learning this. You're learning this. You don't have rest. And Christ comes to give that rest. And he's available. He's He's here. But if you say, well, how do you, like Joe was saying, you know, why is the Bible this and that? And you go read all these books and, you know, it's good to, to, to challenge yourself, Joe, I'm, I'm definitely saying that. I agree with you, but also we have to make sure we have barriers for ourselves because you could spend, you know, from personal experience, you could read so many books about the Bible instead of reading the Bible itself. Um, and, That's just like reading about God instead of spending time with God himself. It's a difference. And we have to make sure that we're discerning, making other things a slave owner over us, thinking that this is what I put my trust in. This is what tells me what to do. I've researched everything on Google, and Google gives me the answer. Everything. Uh, Questions about the Bible, I've researched that on Google. Questions about my marriage, I researched that on Google. Questions about what I should do this weekend, I researched that on Google. And the, and the thing is, the living God has the answer for all of these things. He's not a computer. He's not an algorithm online. He's real, and he talks to us, and he still speaks to us. Um, so, yeah, I want to take another commercial break, and we'll wrap it up. Give us a call at 516-387-1427 if you have anything you want to add. Um, We'd love to hear from you. we back in a few. Do you desire to go deeper in your life with Christ? Join us at walkinginschrist.com, where we have Bible study podcasts to help guide you through the word of God.
0: Christ dot com, come learn the Word of God with us today.
1: Amen. All right, uh, we are back with the last segment. Um, I I just have something really short tonight. It's um, a challenge for um, challenging application. I just you know challenge our listeners. For the unbelievers, I just challenge you guys to uh, if you're listening to this show, if you came across this show, maybe it's the year 2025, and you're just listening to this 2018 recorded show, I challenge you to see what the big deal is all about. To trust or open your heart up to Jesus and what he's saying slavery is and what he says can get you out of slavery. I challenge you to be honest with it. Have an honest and good heart. Open yourself up to what he says, and if he offers something that is awesome, take him at his word. See see about this Holy Spirit. See about the the riches of his glory, the riches of his grace. See about these things. See about spiritual gifts. See about these things he talks about. See if they're real. And for the believers, I challenge you to be and remain a slave of Christ, who is our freedom, who is our liberation. Don't make anything a slave. You're not going to get the answers out of YouTube. You're not going to get the answers out of Facebook. You're not going to get the answers off of TV. You're not going to get the answers off of uh all these books you read. You won't even get your answers off your friends and mom and dad and all these things. You only get the answers off of from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he'll speak to you, and he'll reveal the things he wants you to know. And be patient if he's not giving you the answer right when you want it. He knows what he's doing. And that's what I challenge. Uh, that's my challenge and application for this week. Go ahead, Jill. Take us out of here, man.
0: I want to challenge everyone to simple to do what God Jesus left us as the only well one of the only two commandments and that is treat others the way you want to be treated. Uh um, I think often we treat others the way that they – actually, no. I I think we treat others um, the way that we feel internally, not how we want them to treat us. Uh, Because if we were to be honest with ourselves, um, we probably have treated people horribly uh, in ways that, we can't if we if we were to actually listen and watch ourselves. Um, I, I I don't think that we treat others the way that they that we want to be treated. So I'm going to challenge everyone to treat others the same way that you want to be treated. But that starts with yourself. If you can't love yourself and treat yourself the way you want to be treated, then you can't do the same thing. So every morning that you wake up, look in the mirror and, and tell yourself that you are a wonderful person, that you are wonderfully create, and you are wonderfully uh made and created in God's image and you can do anything, you can be anything you can love everyone, and you should love love everyone. If you tell yourself that every single day, you look in the mirror, you tell yourself that, you thank God for the day, and then every time someone upsets you, you don't respond back to negativity. You respond back and you say, I love you. You respond back and say, you're a wonderful person. You respond back and you say, thank you for that input. I appreciate it. I'm going to use what you told me in the constructive manner. Do better and be better. Thank you. If you do that, watch your life change. Because that's all he wants you to do. Treat others the way that you want to be treated.
1: That's powerful. And with that, we say good night. Have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed evening. And uh, remember our challenges Try to apply them Try to apply them And uh, see what fruit they produce God bless you and have a, a wonderful night God bless Get your hands
0: up, yeah
1: Welcome to the show
0: It's Straight Talk with Joe Welcome to the show
1: it's Straight Talk with Joe. Hey there, this is Keith from Straight Talk with Joe, and the conversation doesn't have to stop. Feel free to hit us up on any one of our social media outlets from Twitter all the way to Facebook. So for Twitter, hit us up at Straight Talk Joe, that's S-T-R-8 Talk Joe, and on Facebook, just search us in Straight Talk with Joe, and we'll pop right up. Our website is www.straighttalkjoe.com, and our Instagram is at Straight Talk Joe. I know that's a lot of Straight Talk Joes, but we want to encourage you guys to keep plugging in. We want to stay connected with you. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Shalom.